everyone. Welcome to this episode of All Things Iceland. It's Jules. This is the third and last episode I'm publishing for what I dubbed Greenland Week on the podcast. And as I mentioned in the other two episodes, Greenland and Iceland have some interesting things in common. In fact, I did a whole episode about what they have in common and the differences. And also, Iceland is one of the only two places in the world where you can fly directly to Greenland. In fact, it's only around three hours from Reykjavik to Nuuk, which is the capital of Greenland. So it gives you a unique opportunity to explore both places if that has piqued your interest. During this interview with the lovely and multi-talented Josefa, we talk about what it's like for her growing up in Greenland, as well as her experience living in Iceland and Denmark, which she recently moved back to Denmark. So she grew up in Greenland, like I mentioned, but you'll hear how she talks about the move that she's making back to Denmark. She's a fantastic photographer, mask dancer, and knowledgeable guide. In fact, she has guided all over Greenland and provides some insight in this episode on what to see and do in the country. So you're definitely going to want to be taking some notes there. And if you want to follow her in the show notes of this episode on my website, you can find her social media handles. She always has really great portraits that she's done of individuals. As well as in the show notes, you can see a couple of photos of her, one in particular in which she's wearing her traditional Greenlandic outfit, which is really beautiful. And there will also be a link to the two other episodes that go along with this one for Greenland Week. Lastly, we recorded this episode in her apartment. So like the other one with Eka, there's a different quality in the sound, but that is just because we're in a place that doesn't have as much sound treatment. So just something to keep in mind. So excited to be in Nuke. So excited to, for this guest, Yosefa. Yosefa. I just said it wrong, didn't I? No, no, I think you said it. Yosefa, okay. Well, well, well Everything is basically saying it wrong, so it's just, it's, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. And who is extremely knowledgeable about Greenland and a very talented individual artistically. I mean, there's photography, mass dancing, amazing personality. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I'm fun. I'm like really gorgeous. <laughs> just born that way. <laughs> so, but I thought it would be so much fun to have her on the podcast, A, because you're fun, but also... You've lived in Iceland. Yes. You've lived in Denmark. Yes. And you grew up in Greenland. Yes. So you have a very unique perspective and can also give some insight about Iceland and your yeah. time there, which I yes. thought was really fun. And then talk about your mask dancing, your traditional mask dancing, as well as your uh, kind of tips for people who want to visit Greenland. Yes. Because I feel like this is a great introduction for people who don't even know that they can get from Iceland to Greenland. Exactly. Yeah. Really easily. Yeah. Which is also why you're here. Yes. Because I want people to know. Exactly. So she's also the one, and thank you, again, many, many times, a thousand times, <laughs> for inviting me to come here and have the opportunity to explore Nuke in particular and in the surrounding area because, first of all, it's blown my mind in terms yes. of how modern it is. Because like I told people before, like I've been to Kulisuk, so my view of Greenland was very different and kind of unfair in a way yeah. um, than what the modern nuke looks like. Yeah. Sorry, it's the modern Greenland looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, it's very different. Yes, yeah. for sure. So, welcome. Thank you. First of all. Thank you. And wait, I'm going to do one thing because I realized that I need to. So to start off, let's talk about you growing up in Greenland. What was that yes. like? Um, so I grew up in South Greenland, Nassau. Um, but we moved when I was seven, so I feel like growing up, I'm from Nuuk, because we moved to Nuuk, and I lived here, like, 
most of my life. Mm. Um, so growing up here was just things got here a bit later than like if it was modern in Denmark, it would take maybe a month or three before it got to Greenland. Okay. Or at least that's how I remember it. Um, it wasn't because it wasn't. We didn't have the internet. We didn't have back then. Oh wow. Um, and so you like sent letters and stuff. Yeah. Um, so it was like I remember it as really nice and safe childhood. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm like the second youngest in a really big family, so I didn't really have a curfew. I didn't have to get home at a certain time. Yeah. Um, and so I had a really free and easy childhood. And your parents just like, we know she's safe. Yeah, so exactly. Just go and have yeah. fun. I'm yeah. the least rebellious of all of us. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I, yeah. so I, think, I guess the reason why you're so like outgoing and stuff, I always yeah. assume that you're probably like, screw that, I'm going to no. do it my way. No. no. <laughs> well, I, I, I am. Yeah. I am, but... um. I don't know, because my parents just never, I don't know. I got a tattoo, and they went, oh, that's nice. I was 15. I got a tattoo, and they said, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, I got a piercing in my face, and my dad did go, oh, but you ruined your pretty face. And then I started crying. He said, no, no, you know what? It's pretty. <laughs> um, and so, but, you know, I, I've never really been, like, peer pressure. It's never really yeah. said anything. So whenever they said, you're such a loser for not smoking. I was like, okay, then I'm a loser. You know, mm. it was never, I was never really. Yeah. yeah. So I still don't know how to inhale a cigarette. Which I think you're doing great in life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. If that's the only thing you're writing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And the change though. Yeah. Nuke now versus nuke back then. Oh. I mean, in your lifetime. <sighs> and I think we're about the same age. How old are you? Uh, 35. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm 36, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm you're... turning 36. Nice, I'm turning 37. It's oh, a... yeah, okay. Yeah. So, a little bit older, but not by no, very yeah. much. No. So, but you're older. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, so old and wise. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, in this time span, how different for you has it been? Insane. Yeah. I remember Nuke being, well, you know, we only had two city parts back then. We had mm. Nuke and then we had Nusuak. Um, and then in 2001 or 2005, the third part of town just opened up. Okay. Um, which is like past the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, because that used to be the place where we used to go hike. Whenever we wanted to get out in nature, we would mm-hmm. go there. And now it's just like, you can take the car. Oh, wow. And it, so it was just, it was, there were a lot fewer people. Um, and I remember we used to have whales because we, I lived on like a hill. So coming home from school every day, in the, not every day, but in the summer, mm-hmm. you'd be able to see whales passing by. That's amazing. Yeah. But because there's so many boats going out now, mm-hmm. I think they're just keeping away. Yeah. Um, and I sat, cause I met a friend who has like a house directly to the view that I kind of grew up with. And just sitting there for an hour, mm-hmm. I think maybe 25 boats. Like, Whoa. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah. And so um, a lot more people have a lot more money now, so they, you know, buy boats and mm-hmm. stuff. Because it's like people would often rather have a boat than a car because we don't have any connecting roads between right. the cities. Yeah. And so to, to be able to get out, you kind of need a boat. Yeah, it's a better investment. Basically. Exactly, yeah. yeah. 
Which, another thing, with the cars, there are so many cars here. Yeah. And then around the rest of Greenland, I don't think that's the case where you have, maybe in the south, or? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. There are a lot of cars yeah. here. Yeah, there's a lot of cars. Yeah, and a lot yeah. of new cars. Like, yeah, you yes, know, yes. I've seen cars that, for instance, the Mitsubishi, and I only know this because I've been working with this car rental company, and that's the one they've had for, like, 2022. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that that is literally the same car yeah. I was using last week. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's this is insane. amazing. Yeah. yeah, so it's so much here that yeah. I feel like it's so similar to Iceland, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe more snow now. Yeah, also, <laughs> so. yeah. And that's why often people want and need cars is because of the, the snow. Yeah. We don't have a car, and often it's hard to get to work and get my daughter to daycare because of, like, you still have to go to work even though it's a blizzard. Yeah. And... and People still wander out. Um, and so it's pretty important to have yeah, a car as well. Exactly. And a lot of people walking. Yeah. That was the other thing. I was like, it's negative 15 degrees Celsius. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah like, you got to go places. Right, you know, which is 5 d- degrees Fahrenheit for people who don't uh, know. And that's a little chilly. Yeah. Just a tad. But it doesn't, <laughs> I, for me, I don't feel like it's chilly because we don't have a lot of humidity. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's it's fair enough. It's it's not too cold. Yeah. Um, when it's windy, though, it, it, it feels colder. Okay, yeah. But, yeah. And that's the other difference I was noticing, too, is that it is cold. But like you said, in Iceland, for instance, when it is windy and negative three, I'm like, holy crap, it's freezing. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Okay. So you've moved around to different places. Yes. And at what age did you end up going to Iceland? I, I was, it was in 2006. I, I I had my 30th birthday there, so I must have been 29. Yeah. And what compelled you to go there? The first time I visited it, visited it <laughs> was four years before me moving there. Okay. And I remember getting there and then having a world that was like Greenland and Denmark combined. Mm, interesting. Because it had like the Greenlandic nature mm. and like the Greenlandic temperatures. Um, and then like... Being modern, like Denmark, like the you had the connecting roads or like the highways, a lot of cafes, a lot of restaurants, mm-hmm. a lot of life, and I remember just being like, I want to live here one day. Yeah, nice. And then from then on, I spend every way possible to get there. But then, in two thousand sixteen, I was writing my master thesis. Mm-hmm. Halfway through, I dropped out. Okay. Yeah. So I just said. I can't do this. Um, I dropped out, and then I applied for a job in Iceland for a company called Icelandic Mountain Guides. I might know it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so I applied for the job there as a Green, Greenland travel consultant. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I've been working as a tour guide in Greenland for <sighs> since 2014, Um. I had traveled all over Greenland and had, like, the knowledge of the places that they were selling. So, except East Greenland. Yeah, okay. Um, But so I I got the job, and then I moved there in October. And I remember walking there and thinking, oh, I finally did it. Yeah, congratulations. That was amazing. Um, And very lonely. Oh, dear. The first six months was terrible. Really? Yeah, I remember. Because then I, I... Because I started, I came in October, and so I didn't get to book a flight to Denmark for Christmas. Mm. Because I didn't think that far. And when you Mm. finally look at the tickets, the tickets were super expensive. Mm. And so people at, like, Icelandic Mountain Guides would ask, oh, so what are you doing for Christmas? Mm. And I was like, I don't know. I'm actually spending it alone. And they would go, oh, 
<laughs> and then just turns. <laughs> Too and, bad. And all, everyone at the I office d- oh asked. No. And I was like, okay, this is, oh, oh dear. No. And coming from Greenland where I've invited tons of people on the plane saying, wait, are you going to Greenland? Are you going to spend Christmas alone? Wow. Well, you're welcome at our place, you know. And so for growing up in Greenland, you always just invite yeah. random people so they're not alone. So coming there to Iceland, I remember feeling so alone. Oh, um, luckily, a Scottish woman who'd been through the same hosted Christmas for yeah. foreigners living there, not having anyone else to celebrate with. And that ended up being really nice. Yeah. So. I a thousand percent understand what you're saying. Meaning, like I didn't experience this, but Icelanders are so insular, yes. especially when it comes to that holiday. Yeah, that is unfortunate uh, that you had to experience it that way. Yeah, but it is really fascinating to hear how Greenlanders are like everybody come on in yeah, yeah, and like exactly. let's just yeah, like yeah, yeah celebrate together and yeah. how it, it's more of uh, the small town community. Like everyone, if you're here, your family. Sort yeah, of. exactly. Sounds, sounds like a commercial for um, Olive Garden. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. okay, wow, yeah. I, I was not, I don't think I realized that, or maybe, yeah. Yeah. But we worked at Outside of Mountain Guides together, that's why yeah, I exactly. said I yeah, probably yeah. know it. Uh, in terms of Greenland, though, since yes. you had been uh, all around and guiding and stuff, do you have a favorite part? No. No. Because there's so many different amazing places. Yeah. And it's just so mind-blowing, and it's hard to, like, describe because the nature is so insane. Yeah. And so it's hard for me to pick because there's different parts I love about it mm-hmm. you know in South Greenland I'm always like it's so underrated and not mm. enough people go there okay. um, because like all the colors especially during the summer like the grass is like really green mm-hmm. and like the roads are brown and it's just like all the colors are like super like saturated intense. yeah, yeah. Um, and and there's a lot of history because that's where like the Norse settled um, and so like that's one of the few places also where the Inuit are the only ones that actually, like, went into farming. Okay. Um, and so there's a lot of, like, really fun history that's very, like, specific for that area. But then I'm also, like, I really love Nuuk because you can get, like, the modern... If you are if you want, like, a, 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 a expensive hotel and dinner, mm. that's also where to go. But you can still go out into the fjord, and, mm. and we actually have uh, a place called arctic nomad which is like also Mm. like really high profile or like really expensive stuff but really nice so you still have like a lot of option options luckily new water taxi also just launched last year like a budget friendly tent okay oh so you can go (laughs) so you can go Go camping camping. yeah clamping yeah Yeah. okay okay and it's insane nice um also because it's in the fjord so it becomes summer it feels like summer sooner there because mm. there's not as much wind. Yeah, it's anymore. protected. Yeah. yeah. That's fascinating. Um, and the fjord is huge. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And so, like, and then, like, up north they have huge icebergs. and yeah. But then the east coast is, like, insane. It's, like, stepping back in time. And, and the mountains are insane. And, you know, the icebergs are insane. So it's just, there's a lot of different nice things for every place so you just for me i always say you've got to figure out what you want to see when you go there Mm -hmm. um, because you can see icebergs everywhere right there's different sizes to the icebergs different places but you can see icebergs anywhere so you just gotta like narrow it down and say well if you want to see northern lights you need to come in the winter if you Mm want to see the midnight sun it's summer blah blah blah. right and so i'm always like narrow it down to what you want to see and then it's easier for like to pick yeah (laughs) And even though you grew up here, did you ever find that you had issues with 
the darkness, for instance, like Polar Night. No, because no, I never thought about it. That's mm. just life, mm-hmm. you know? And it was just, it never bothered me, and I never got, like, seasonal depression. Yeah. Because it's, it's just what it was. Yeah. Um, and I remember my childhood friend saying, I always get so depressed. I'm like, mm. what? Because I was always like putting up Christmas lights. Yeah. And, you know, and that does help cozy. too. Yeah. yeah exactly. Making it cozy. And yeah. I think it's worse when there's no snow. Because living in Denmark, when it's darker. Mm-hmm. Oh. And the year I lived in Iceland, we had no snow that winter. Oh, no. So and you so didn't. that was terrible. Yeah. So, yeah. I say this. Oh, the polar nights are fine. But that's only because I'm thinking... There will be snow. Yeah. When there's no snow, it's so depressing. Snow, and you had an established family, friends. Yeah, yeah. There was, like, a lot more. Yeah, that exactly. kind of distracted you from not thinking yeah. about it. Yeah, but, but luckily, should... like, the swimming pools in Iceland, yeah. you know, did a lot. And I had, like, a like a month, what do you call it, where you pay per month. Yeah, a monthly for, card yeah, or something. Monthly, yeah, monthly mm-hmm. Yeah, those so do help for pool, sure. Yes. It's really relaxing. Yes. Living in Denmark kind of going to this so we're going from lots of nature in yes. Greenland to Iceland of course lots of nature but then you said like that mix so I, I never thought of this before because I haven't been to Denmark yeah so I'd love to go at some point just yeah. to experience that but like so what was life for you in Denmark then um living there I always studied so I hated it <laughs> it was okay. I, I don't know how I managed that many years of university because I hated it I wow. hated every minute oh. um but I think it has something to do with the fact that people tell you you're not worth anything unless you have a bachelor's degree. Right, And yeah. then you get the bachelor's degree, and you're once you're in that ugh, pull of shit, they will go, you're not worth anything unless you have a master's degree. Yeah. Then you get a master's degree and think you're going to be way smarter, but you're just as dumb as when you started. You just know how to write a paper. <laughs> and, and, uh, and then you realize, oh, I needed to work on my self-worth, not my, you know... Yeah, and it's not about being smart because you know because I'm like street smart. I'm like, like, you can be smart in different ways. Yes, and I was never book smart, mm-hmm. but I ha- I felt like I had to prove it because I'm like, okay, if to be worth something, yeah. I need to be book smart. You're looking uh, for validation from people who probably themselves are not feeling that exactly. Great. Yeah. yeah, and so and uh, and in university you faced a lot of like people talking down to you because they were probably not feeling good about themselves. So there's not a lot of people I think back fondly of in university. Okay. Um, And I feel like a lot of people experience that. But then I moved to Iceland and I moved back to Denmark because I had met a guy a month before moving to Mm -hmm. Iceland. Um, And we had long distance for a year and he was living on this tiny island called Bornholm, Mm -hmm. which is... um, three-hour bus ride through Sweden. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah so <laughs> okay. you need to cross Sweden to wow. get there. It's like a small Danish island. Um, it's one of da- it's one of Denmark's only cliff island. Okay. Um, and so he was living there, um, and I remember in the beginning, I was like, I'm never moving to that island. <laughs> never but say never. Never say never, exactly. And so I just jumped from Iceland to Bornholm. Um, because we knew we wanted to get married, uh, and we wanted to save up. Um, also, because we wanted to live together before getting married. Yeah. Um, but also because I paid six thousand Danish kroners, so a hundred thousand Icelandic kroners, mm-hmm. 
well, back then, that was... Yeah, the like same yeah, 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 yeah. That was 6,000 Danish kroners for a room in a basement apartment. And he paid 6,000 for uh, an apartment, uh, like a three-room apartment with an ocean view. Wow. In Barnholm. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we knew I had to move there. <laughs> He's um, like, I'm not moving to your basement No, apartment. no, exactly. And because we thought about it, but it was like, maybe we can find another apartment and maybe we can try it. And he was, you know, he was in, but it was just like, but it's just, it was really expensive at yeah. the time in Iceland. And so I moved to Denmark. Um, and at first that was shit too. Uh, but then we started going out into the forest. Mm. Um, he started like making pancakes. You know, he would bring the primus, primus, fire thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, to start a fire. Okay. Yeah, yeah, start yeah. a fire. Um, make pancakes, makes like, yeah. And fry sausages. And so we started out like also foraging. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't like mushrooms, but I, I was at a mushroom farm in Iceland where I tasted my first, what do you call them? Mushroom. Champignon? A type of mushroom, you say? Yeah, yeah or, the white one. Uh, the white button one? Or is it, there's like so many different kinds. There's the one called champignon. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes, okay. Yeah. I, I'm not sure what it's called in English. <laughs> I don't know either. No, okay. Anyway, I, I tried that one, and I remember the loud... I like how you're like... <laughs> and I was like, what? And I don't... I didn't like the texture, but I like the texture of... Anyway, so at first, I didn't like it, but I'm... I think, like, past life, I've been a gatherer because I was insane. Mm. I was blind, and I was just, like, walking, looking for these mushrooms and looking for different types of mushrooms because mm. you can't eat all of them. And so... It was just really interesting, and we started getting more and more nature y in yeah. Denmark. And okay. that's where we like, really figured out oh, okay, Denmark has a lot to offer. You just need to look the right places. Yeah. Okay. Nice. And so, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And that, that person turned into your husband. Husband. Yes. And now you the have mushroom. A, yes. And then, yeah. then you mushroomed a baby. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And Which we tried awesome. for a year to get pregnant, and then finally yeah. we did. And that was, funnily enough, um, the month I went to South Greenland to teach. Okay. And so he was like, yeah, it was super easy at the beginning of the, like, the pregnancy. Because she had, you know, because he wasn't there. And I was so tired. Aww. I was so sick. Or, like, I felt sick. I luckily didn't throw up that many. One time. Um, but so he wasn't there for, like, the hard part. Um, and and so I couldn't tell him face to face. And I had to do it over Skype yeah. um, on his birthday. Aww. And luckily I had hidden, because we've been trying for a year. Yeah. And so I hid something for when it finally happened. And I I just gave it to him as a birthday present. Oh, yeah. that's sweet. Yeah, I'm pregnant. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. And then during lockdown, I was offered to teach in South Greenland again after I gave birth mm-hmm. when my daughter was six months. Um, and which, because in Denmark, the father can go on paternity leave, mm-hmm. which means, you know, he could take part of like the leave. And so I could work and we could get so to can Greenland. go with you. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And, yeah. And so we all went to South Greenland again during lockdown. Greenland was closed. Um, but so you had to have like a special reason to get there because yeah. else you couldn't get on a plane. Wow. Like if you didn't have work here, you couldn't come here. Yeah. It was completely closed off. And which meant that, you know, Corona arrived pretty late to Greenland because they could close their borders. Right. 
but you know, once hell breaks loose, everyone catches it yes. and then pff, it doesn't matter. Um, but so we got there and we, you know, having to wear masks in Denmark, coming to Greenland, you know, being quarantined and then just enter the world with yeah. no mask was insane yeah. back then. But yeah, so we lived in what, South What Greenland. were you teaching? Oh, what, what wasn't, what, what wasn't I? <laughs> I basically, the woman hiring me just basically gave me like all the subjects mm-hmm. that I could take basically, but it was um, a business college. Okay. Um, and so I taught um, service management, um, and then there's a, a, a school of uh, tourist guides. So mm-hmm. I gave them uh, like courses in sustainable tourism because I wrote my master thesis on that part, and then uh, stuff like guide techniques mm-hmm. and so so basically anything within like service and all of that mm-hmm. and experience economy nice yeah because that's what i've been working on yeah yeah awesome yeah. and just to add on all the many different things that you do we talked about mask dancing yes so could you explain first of all what is mask dancing yes. how you got into it yes and, yeah. so greenlandic mask dance is a way of entertainment um it has like three different um so one is to be like clowning and goofing, but it's also it has like a sexual energy, and it depends on the mask dancer, obviously. Okay. So some are more sexual than others, um, and then the third part is also to teach people how to handle their fears. So if mm. you see a mask dancer, you don't freeze up, or a polar bear, whatever, something dangerous, <laughs> yeah. you don't freeze up right. and die. Um, so it's a way for people okay. to handle, you know, the fear. Yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, and I got into it because uh, growing up, I. I was always told I was too Danish um, because my dad is Danish. Oh. And so I was always, always told to get back to where I, I belong. So I'm like, wait, in, in our house or like, yeah. I didn't. So it was, it, I just never felt Greenlandic enough. Um, so for me, being able to do the mask dance that not a lot of people at that moment could mm-hmm. felt like I was just reclaiming part of my culture that no one could take away from me. Right. Um, and so that was really nice. Also because I found it really interesting to be able to perform for tourists. Cause mm-hmm. I was, I'd been guiding for a year at that point. Um, and it was just a really nice and easy way to perform for tourists, but then also say, Oh, here you go and think that, or here you think that's like a, a traditional Greenlandic mask dance, but the thing is that it's actually been reinvented because, mm. like everything in Greenlandic culture, we had to reclaim it. Right. Because everything was forbidden, then forgotten, and then we're slowly starting to like bring yeah. it back. Yeah. And so for me, that was like a really nice and easy approach to talk about Greenlandic culture because everyone keeps asking me, so what's like a really typical Greenlandic dish? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, the ones that we eat now are always with potatoes or onions or rice. Um, and that's obviously not native. Right. Um, and so I'm always trying to use it to explain how how every everything has, like, fused together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we've, we've taken the parts that we really like, and then, yeah, so now you can get, like, a nice muskox or reindeer beef with potatoes and gravy yeah yeah but also like whale bubbler i've seen this on the yeah. menus oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like there are for sure some things that are uh yeah. on the menu that are you know exotic i guess you could say yeah, yeah, <laughs> for, exactly. uh, for many yeah. people's palates um and 
I've seen pictures of your mass dance, and if you're able to possibly share some, I can put it in the show notes of the podcast episode so people go to my website all the yeah. and they can see like what we're okay. talking about because it is a little intense looking yeah and there's something in your mouth yes what is it that's in your mouth um it's a penis no oh, whatever <laughs> <laughs> no. i should have warned people that she is uh, hilarious but also you know she's gonna go there <laughs> don't be christian she's gonna jump off the cliff <laughs> don't, yeah. with that one. don't be too prudish <laughs> okay yeah no no um <laughs> so it's very it's 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 supposed to symbolize the male genitalia. Oh, so wait, okay. You were actually yeah, yeah. going I, along the yeah, line. Yeah. I thought you were yeah, just yeah. making a really no, no, random no. joke. No, no, it's not really random. Oh. Yeah. And so it's to be able to symbolize the male genitalia. So I'm using ice cream Pop. sticks. Yeah the, yeah, the the wooden sticks. Yeah. Okay. Um, some people have, like, wooden sticks, like, made, or you could use animal bones. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just find it super easy with the ice cream. So this is also adds to the little bit of the sexual aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, so, yeah. So to be able to have, like, the male, but then we, in the, somewhere in the mask, the mask dancer has to wear a V mm. to symbolize the female genitalia. Okay. So you kind of have, like, the male and the female in the mask. Interesting. Yeah, so that doesn't necessarily have to be, like, sexualized, mm-hmm. but it's just, like, the female and the male. Um, like balancing his energy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. You'd mentioned not feeling Greenlandic enough. Do you ever feel or have felt not Danish enough? 100%. Do you know? Look at me. <laughs> I'm just saying, because yeah, we, yeah. We, talk, we talked about that part, but no. the other aspect of yeah, it yeah. is like I would never be in... able to pass as... Because mm. no matter where in Denmark, they will always say, but where do you come from? Mm-hmm. I can tell you look different. Mm-hmm. You look green. You, I will always look Greenlandic. Yeah. Um, and so that's just, yeah, yeah. definitely. Looks-wise, I will never be Danish. Yeah. Well, do you ever felt like you've been treated differently in Denmark? Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely. Has that ever made you like feel like, maybe this is not where I want to be because of that? because no. luckily there's a lot of people who don't. Yeah. And you know, you always go, well... Even in Greenland, I've been treated like, there you go. yeah, with racism. And yeah. You're not Greenlandic because yeah. you don't speak Greenlandic. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, it's everywhere, yeah. no matter where you go. Exactly. Um, and luckily, if you just gather, like, with people who are nice to you, it's it, yeah. And so it also helps, you know, that I married a very Danish man. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like. He reminds me a lot of my father. Mm. It happens, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, but my father was seriously, like, the best man. He's not dead, but he's demented. So he's basically not there anymore. Um, But he was seriously the best man I've ever met. And so thoughtful and so, like, just caring, giving, and really good father. Um, And so, yeah. I'm glad you have such great memories with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And my mom, too. So. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. I would, I, I would hope so as well, but that's good to say as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always used to say that. Mom, I love you. Also, Dad. I always felt that, like that. I I feel like excluding the other one. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I still do that, but it's just, yeah. Yeah. And you're actually planning to move back to Denmark within some days. Yeah. yeah. To be with family. Yes. Yeah. Because your, the majority of your family, actually all of your family, lives yes. there now. Yes. Yeah. So the majority of my part of family lives in Copenhagen, and then which is like an island, and then the majority of Thomas's family lives on the mainland, okay. Jutland. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're moving, because his parents are still functional and still able to, 
you know, babysit and stuff, which I really want for my daughter because I didn't grow up with grandparents because my dad is 85 now. Oh, wow. Okay. So they're pretty old. Yeah. When, yeah. Yeah. So I really want her to have that because, yeah. Okay. Thomas, my husband, tears up every time he talks about his grandfather. He's so emotional. He loved him so much. Um, And I'm like, I want that for Sadie. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And do you feel like a lot of Greenlanders, or at least if just maybe your family, moved to Denmark for like opportunities or just like just wanted something different in life? Like, yeah. why do you think is often the reason people are going? Um, often people go because of studies. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the schools you have to go to are in Denmark. You can't, you can get a few educations here, but most of them are in Denmark. Often when you're there, you just kind of adapt to life there. And so it's hard to move back. But it's also hard to move back because it's hard to get, like, a spot in daycare. Mm. It took us five months. Um, so Thomas was going home or being at home with our daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just, it's hard to get, like, institution for kids. But it's also really hard to get apartments. So yeah. if you don't buy, it's really hard to rent. Mm-hmm. Um and so coming back is really hard. Yeah. Um, but most people go there. Uh, one sister went because she was a single mother of two. Mm-hmm. And having two kids alone in Greenland, you don't get a lot of support uh, oh. from the government. Whereas in Denmark, uh, you get a lot more Got it. Yeah, support, like money-wise. Mm. Um, and so when my sister got divorced, she moved to Denmark. Um, they th- then later, you know, found back together but then she'd moved there mm. and tried to start an education um my other sister also went um to get an education same as my brother my parents went because we all went to Denmark to get an education <laughs> okay. and they're like want to be yeah. closer to you yeah. yeah and so when I moved I want I wanted to move back right after but then there was no one here mm-hmm. and once your parents are not there you don't have like that place of home where you can just go and like Hi, and yeah, I'm gonna like use your bedroom and you know couch, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, so people go for better opportunities because mm-hmm. like the the support money wise is higher there. Um, education, hope hopes of a better life, mm-hmm. e- easier life, yeah. and that's what I look forward to. It's because, also less cold. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but also because the weather is not as extreme there. And yeah. Growing up, I loved that the weather was so extreme, mm. and when I lived in Denmark, I said, I miss, like, a good blizzard. Because mm-hmm. in Denmark, you don't have that. Yeah. But with a toddler, with mm-hmm. a kid, mm-hmm. oh, you don't want that kind of extreme <laughs> weather. Like, I'm You're tired like, of it now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and it takes... Almost an hour, 45 minutes to get from Sialux, my daughter's daycare, to home. Oh, wow. And it's just in snow, and you're just like, when you don't have a car, it could take 10 minutes with a car. Mm -hmm. But then you have to walk up a hill, walk down a hill, uh, walk through the city, walk up a hill, and then you're home. Mm -hmm. So it's just, I look forward to like a flat country. (laughs) Flat as a pancake. <laughs> okay. um, so life life is definitely easier in many ways in Denmark. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm going to miss is that it's really easy to get friends here. Mm. Everyone is so opening and so... Or so open and welcoming. Yeah. Opening. <laughs> so open and welcoming. Um, and it's just... I love being able to go... Like like when I saw you at Inukastel. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, hi, hi. And then Maunus, oh, hi. And then another, you know, people just kept coming yeah. that I know. Yeah. And we didn't agree to meet there, but we just yeah. all happened to be there. And that's exactly. what I love about living somewhere like this is that I know so many people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even like for me being here just these few days, like there have been times where I look up and, you know, I might notice someone's looking and then they'll smile. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll smile back. And like, you know, or some people have said hi. And I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. Because in Iceland, it isn't very much like that. I mean, you you might get some people who do it, but maybe if you make the initial smile, they'll do it. Yeah. But here it feels like people are are more just friendly and and outwardly at first. Yeah. 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 It's it's also very, you know, when someone comes, when it's obvious that they're foreigners, Mm. they're way more interesting. Yeah. 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 Where are you from? I've gotten that. Exactly. Because people are like, (sighs) why would you come here? Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, I think even culture wise, Everyone who's an outsider can bring in new jeans, mm-hmm. not like pants, yes. but like literal, n- yeah, literal DNA. Jeans. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> mixing it up. Exactly. <laughs> There's only what fifty-eight something thousand in exactly. this country, so yeah, yeah. and twenty thousand here. Yeah, in Nuke. So well, yeah, eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. But, yeah, but still, so yeah, not, not exactly. Exactly. So like the chances of if you're from the area, the chances that you know it's a great cousin. It, you know, it's there. Yeah, exactly. and, and if I went to the East Coast, most of them would be my relatives. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, people exactly. are always super excited. And I remember it from, my, from when I was young, um, going partying, you know, seeing a new guy coming in. I'm like, <gasps> none of my friends has macked on that guy, <laughs> you know. Um, so, good times. Exactly. And we were, I was talking about with somebody else about the initiative to have 30,000 people live in Nuke by 2030. <sighs> This ambitious oh, goal. That oh, is, why? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's said, insane. I, that's ask the government. That's I don't know. insane. Yeah. Why? I guess to bring more money to oh Nuke God. or something. But Nuke has terrible weather. <laughs> but no, not Look terrible. It's just extreme. It is. And that's what, what that's what's really interesting for people coming from the outside. And that's why I always try to think. Okay, like people who hasn't ex- like people who live their lives. Denmark, who hasn't been out in a blizzard, feeling like that, how insane it can feel, mm-hmm. is really nice. Yeah. Um, but it's just, I, I like other cities. There should be other cities to be able to go to. Yes. Yeah. And maybe that's, you know, part of the plan, too. I don't know everything. I'm just, yeah. when I heard it from Magnus, that's why I was like, yeah. oh, okay, interesting. That's a lot of people, and time is ticking. With yeah, exactly. <laughs> They'll be here before just, you know it. Yeah, it's more charming when you have different places to go to. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not so easy when you can't just, I'm going to hop in the car and drive yeah. to East Greenland today or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. First of all, you wouldn't get there today, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, this has been super helpful. I'm curious, though, about Iceland in terms of for you. Yeah. Did you travel that much when you were there? Yes. What were some places that you enjoyed? Ooh. I'm really bad with names. Also you explain them to me. I probably Also because... All the waterfalls kind of look the same. <laughs> um, I went, obviously, to the Golden Circles a mm-hmm. few times because that's what they offered. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had that one trip with the big Land Rover where mm-hmm. you went, like, south. Mm-hmm. And then you went for the lobster or, like, Lingristine. Um Oh, it was, like, a Northern Lights trip. Okay. And you would go... Yes, I know you're talking about. Yeah, okay. Us, I don't know. Ceylon sauce. Yeah, something, yeah. Mm-hmm. In that town, and you would get the best... Seriously, the best, like lobster soup. Lobster? No, it was not a lobster soup. Okay. It was with potatoes oh, and garlic, okay. and it was so good. I still, <laughs> I still think about it. Really? Yeah. 
It was Northern Lights trip, and I've seen Northern Lights a billion times. Yeah. I only went on that trip to Just get that food because the food was insane. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, but yeah, so I think about that trip often, and the butter garlic and the. Oh. It's like I need this in my life. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and so that's what you know. That's what I miss. Okay, like the insane food of like yeah. So whenever people ask what should I go see, I'm like, I know a lot of good restaurants, and that's you know well, the way to my yeah. heart. It's, it's restaurants. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So do you have a favorite? Do you, you, you remember? Yes. Um, funnily enough, it's the noodle soup. Not noodle soup s- station. Noodle station, yeah. No, no. No, it's no, not that one. No. <laughs> it is Kruatai. Yeah, okay. From at the end of the church. Mm-hmm. They have the best duck soup or beef soup, okay. noodle soup. And seriously, that's the best I've had. Because I've tried a lot of different noodle soups in, yeah. in Reykjavik. Um, but I also really like, ugh, they used to have Joy Lotto. Which was yeah, like the vegan. Oh my god! It was so good. Yeah, it was and good. And so smooth. And ah, uh, I miss that. And I was so sad that they closed it. Yeah. Um. But then, um, rock. Mm-hmm. Have really nice like tapas kind of food. Yeah. So you can get like the different tastes. And it's a pretty place too. It's yeah, like it's got a this really, grass yeah. roof. Yes. It's all black. Exactly. I'll be writing these in the show notes too yeah. for people if you want to check out like yeah. what she's talking about. Um. And and cuckoo's nests. They unfortunately closed down. Too. No. Yes. So the owners didn't. I know. I, and I had one of the best, the best actually, vegan pancakes I had in Iceland. Yeah. Because they made like a really good brunch. Yeah, they did. I think they just didn't want to do it anymore. Unfortunately. Yeah. Okay then. Um, yeah. But you've given some really good. Yeah. Ones, so yeah. Edith Simpsons make a mean hot chocolate. Nice. Yeah. Um, and I would always drink half of it and then go up and ask for more whipped cream. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so nice because it's like half a sh- half shop, half, yeah. I don't know. Ugh, all the food. <laughs> ah. Yeah, Iceland has a lot of great restaurants. Yeah, it's true. and, and I, even I, more I, popping up. I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, and I always just stick to the old one, so I never really get to taste the new one. Yeah, right? and there's a lot of food halls now. Yeah, like that oh. is the, the all the rage. So it's like oh. these buildings where you have instead of the mall. And then a food court. Yeah. You just have the food court. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but hey, but food is amazing. It is. Yeah. And it's like, it's a lot of like little different ones. So you yeah. I, you, you can go there with everybody yeah. to be like, you go to get that. Exactly. I get this, yeah, together. yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm hungry. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. A lot of great places, but I remember the swimming pools and the food the best. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay, if someone wanted to come to visit Greenland. Yes. How much time would you recommend that they stay, and what kind of like what? Where do you think they should go? Um, for the first time, their first visit. The first visit, that's a good question. Well, I really like Nuuk because you can go from Nuuk, you can go to Kapisilted, which is like a small village. Okay. So it's like a functional village, um, which so you can still see like different parts, but you can still not get totally isolated, mm. um, like that Kulusuk feeling. Yeah. Um, also, South Greenland is a really nice, but then you definitely, maybe two weeks, mm-hmm. if you have two weeks, mm-hmm. go to South Greenland, because mm-hmm. then you can experience like five cities and towns oh. by boat. Okay. Because then you can just fly or helicopter. Um, and so if you have a lot of time, it's really nice and you can go tent there. Um, nice. on our, Thomas and I, our honeymoon, we went there Aww. with a tent. Um, the weather was really bad at that point. So we didn't end up, end up sleeping in tents as much as we wanted to. Right. But it's really nice to, to actually go there and stay at hostels. And mm-hmm. it's a really, it was a great honeymoon. Um, 
But yes. yeah, other than that, also East, East Greenland. Yeah. East Greenland is insane. It is. And where my mom is from. So okay. she's from Kulusuk. Yeah. Um, it's fascinating. Yeah. It's like a few hundred people. It's yeah. not like, yeah. Yeah. So tiny. It's just harder to get there and more expensive. And, uh, unless you come directly from Iceland. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but maybe, maybe a week. Yeah. Also, because you need the buffer times in case the weather is bad, mm-hmm. which it will, will very likely be. And cancellations of flights. Yeah. And, yeah, and especially in Iceland where they prioritize inland flights in Iceland, you, your flight might get moved. Mm-hmm. But if you have a week, you don't. You still have a couple of days like you did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was supposed a, to come on a Saturday. Yeah. And I got, well, the weather was horrible, though. In oh, Iceland, yeah, in it Iceland, was, yeah. like, a crazy windstorm. Oh, One yeah. of the worst we've had in a little while. Oh, wow. And then... Monday, I was supposed to come, and the weather was still not that great. So they were like, no, no to Greenland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it was like, okay, Tuesday, finally, it worked out. Yeah. So, and then uh, you still had, like, what, five yeah. days? And I've been using, more. I've been doing a ton of activities. Yeah, exactly. Day to night, I'm yeah. waking up yeah. and I'm like, I'm so tired. Yeah, yeah. But I'm so excited, right? Yeah, I, I and cannot, every, uh, like, everything's been coming so easily to yes. you. It's really nice. Yeah, it's been great. <sighs> do you, like, food-wise, do you find it pricing that much more expensive than, yes. like, <laughs> like, I don't know about where, but yes. <laughs> the never world. Yeah, yeah. Every, Greenland is just super expensive yeah. because everything is imported. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Iceland has expensive prices, but I realized that maybe it was just the Icelandic produce I saw here yeah. that it was just kind of expensive too. I was like, it's much more expensive than Iceland. But granted, it is being imported from yeah, Iceland. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. So, pretty little, little like, budget wise. Yeah, yeah. People have to like just think about that. Yeah. And then, okay. Great. Yeah. That is, I, I highly recommend coming. Me Highly. too. And I, I want to come back. Yeah. I, I am coming back. I'm yeah. going to say it right That's now. Yeah, I, yeah. Especially That's in the summertime. Good. Yes. The one thing I think people do need to know about, though, are the mosquitoes. Yes. Yes. And Oh, dear God. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's nice to come during the winter. Yeah. Yeah. They're hibernating or something. Yeah. yeah. Also because, like, hotel prices are lower, just like mm-hmm. in Iceland. Um, there won't be as many tourists. Yeah. You yeah. can see, like, real life. But, yeah, summer is definitely also ex- exciting it's, because it doesn't get dark. Yeah. And also, okay, what do you recommend? I mean, is it really good repellent or just wear, like, one of those nets or something? I have no idea. Well, okay. at Nuke, it, it actually isn't that bad. Okay. Um, if you go out into the mountains. But when you live, like, in Nuke, you barely notice them. Okay, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Whereas, like, in smaller places, it's worse. Like, you can go out your door and then have, like, five mosquito bites Oof. in your forehead within, yeah. like, two seconds. Because in Kulusuk, it was more like the flies. Oh. The yeah. flies were persistent okay oh, yeah. they were determined Eyes, nose, yeah ears, so yeah, having mouth. a net yeah was very important like a yes. hat with a net yeah, and exactly. that you could like you know tug and, yeah. and squeeze for your neck to, yeah yeah so i was like nah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're not getting me flies Yo. <laughs> yeah yeah okay. trying to fight that fly in your eye mm-hmm. that's been sitting there for a few days yeah and it's yeah. like how did you even get this yeah, close to me exactly. without me noticing yeah Ooh. All right, so to end Fun. off, yeah, <laughs> come during the winter. Yeah, <laughs> to end off, though, I always do a Icelandic word of the episode. But are there any like Greenlandic words that you like, or Danish, or or Icelandic? You can pick from any of the three. That's like a word or phrase that you, that's your favorite. I it's pretty common in Greenland to say imaka, which means imaka. which means maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a kuna whatever. Are we going today? Okay. Yeah, nice. it's very because every you, a lot of people like when they're in Greenland, they're used to tight uh, time schedules, mm. and if you don't leave at that time, you know they kind of freak out. 
But in Greenland, you're like, eh, let's see when we make it. Because yeah. the weather, the nature is in charge. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not taking you out, it's just because I don't want you to die. Because that's how yeah. extreme the weather is. Right. So, yeah. So it's just, are we, com- are, are we leaving today? Imaka. How do you spell it? E-I-M-M-A-Q-A. Yeah. yeah, cool. Okay. Because I can also, just, I'll write it in the yeah, show yeah. notes. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes, but this was so much fun. Thank you. Super interesting. Yeah, and I appreciate you on so many levels. Oh. And also, she's a photographer, by the way. So, oh, yeah. and if you, on social media, Child of the Arctic, Instagram, yes. are there any other places where um, we can follow you? On Facebook, but I'm not very active there. Okay. Um, my Facebook is basically just to have the contact information okay. if you want to hire. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so everything is on Instagram. Yeah, great. Yeah. I highly recommend following her there, checking it out, because, first of all, you're full of knowledge, but also lots of fun. And super interesting perspective and insight. Oh, so thank, thank you. you again. And it was fun. Good luck with your move. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's right. going to be fun. Bye. It's going to be a lot of foraging. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. Shut up. No. Okay, <laughs> bang. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to get more boring just because I moved to Denmark. I will still be fun, and yes. there will be a lot of nature fun yeah, in Denmark, totally. too. That you'll be documenting. Okay, now kids. Yes, okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>